Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Hey Roy, Hey Glazer. What can't we stop doing today? Snapping. We cannot stop snapping. And as you can see, we do not have Teddy here to say those wonderful lines for us this week, though he will be joining us shortly, any moment now, whenever he is able to finally arrive home. But in the meantime, we have the wonderful friends of Snap Judgments. Are you guys happy today? Are you excited? I got a two-hour delay tomorrow. I'm in a great mood. (laughs) (laughs) Then I rubbed it into Roy by accident, but it's true. I'm grumpy, yes. Glazer and I are both in the northeastern United States. I'm in the southernmost part of the northeastern area of the United States, and Glazer's smack dab in the middle. And uh, he has a two-hour delay, but my my work has not decided that it wants to do that yet. So, yeah, see, worst I, of all uh, worlds. Well, mm-hmm. that's fair. Shorter Being in Florida, day. I don't have any uh, any dog in this fight. I'm not going to have a snow day today. I'm probably not going to have a snow day tomorrow. It's uh, it's, it's probably not going to happen. You know um, what? We used to hear that about Texas. Give it time. It's, it's true. That's fair. <laughs> But but you do have hurricanes. So. We do have hurricanes, but we also get a decent head start on hurricanes. Like they start forming <laughs> out there in the Atlantic and you're like, oh, it's probably going to arrive. But then with all hurricanes, we'll have like a cat four or whatever, ready to make direct landfall with us in the Bay Area. And last second, nope, I'm going to Louisiana. You're like, not again. It's true. That is what happened with Katrina. Yeah. And Charlie. Uh, except that went to um, I went to Orlando, uh, but that was like '04. Anyway, yeah, it's just hurricanes are fun. <laughs> now earthquakes, not as fun. So I'm kind of happy no, they we don't have those. Fun. The East Coast is not designed for them. <laughs> but we have a bunch of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about first and foremost last week's card, and then of course this week's card. So we'll start with last week's being Hercules. Let me go ahead and pull up. While I get that going, Glazer, we'll start with you. What do you think of Hercules? He's a good card. I know that's not the popular opinion. I know I'm going to get yelled at by basically everyone, but he's a good card. He's not meta. He goes in move decks. He goes in Phoenix Force decks, and he's really helpful in those. Um, He needs to either be a 3-5 or not only work once. If he were either of those, I think he'd be a great card. But, mm-hmm. And if you were both of those, I think he like might make move actually meta. But even as is, he's good. Like the ability has a lot of utility. It's better than you think. I like Hercules a lot, and the four six body is not nothing, right? Like it's easy to forget yeah. how much six is. So overall, I'm a like I don't love this card. It's not one of the best cards. I don't think most people should get it. But if you've got an overabundance of resources and you like move, then you could do worse than this. Yeah. Roy, what about you? Uh, well, I did decide to open this week. Um, I got kind of lucky because I wanted Werewolf. I was like thinking, it's like I kind of wanted Herc because I do enjoy him at playing moves sometime, but I really wanted Werewolf. And so I managed to go Herc, Howard the Ducks, Galactus variant, or, or not Galactus, Thanos variant, Thanos. which is pretty decent, pretty decent one as mm. far as they go. Because I already had Howard and then Werewolf. So I didn't have to spend that fourth cash which was nice. I definitely appreciated that. So thank you. Luck gods. Um, I don't fundamentally disagree with Glazer. Like I do like having played some with Herc. Uh, I think that he's a pretty strong card. I think he's fiddly though. Like he's like, a, like sometimes like triggering him. If it's desirable, is a little bit more work than you might 
necessarily think, even in a dedicated move deck. Um, I think that he's a four drop is also a super awkward thing. I think definitely Glazer's right that if he becomes a three, five or even a three, four, like I just think four is super awkward cost spot because encourages these move decks to run Zabu, who's very powerful, but also kind of awkward. Like, I just think that he's just kind of an awkward card. The, the power level is there. Like this effect is definitely there, but I think it's fiddly. And, you know, like I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze, but you've really got to have worked your hand a little bit to really get the full juice out to sort of extend this metaphor. And um, that's sort of my main complaint with Herc, though. But, like, I think he's just a low-key, interesting and fun card. But definitely, if you did open for him, or this will go won't go up, but he won't still be openable by the time this goes up. But um, if you do have a chance to acquire him again, just do not be prepared to have to do some work to get the most out of him. But definitely... Um, powerful card. I don't regret buying him because definitely I enjoy move as like just a fun deck to play. But mm. um, and I want a werewolf anyway. But I uh, wouldn't just say he's not like a generically good, you know, like gonna be the star of a KM best video kind of kind of card. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree with both of you. Like he's first and foremost, the cost is awkward, but we kind of saw that coming as being a four six. Well, you can kind of, you know, preemptively map out what a move deck wants to do. So that kind of leads to some somewhat unorthodox builds of move to really make use of that four cost to make it work. Like I've been using Beast, for example. Um, it, there's uh, Perry Manilow and um, Obehaved over on Twitter. Uh, they both kind of cooked up this uh, deck and I've been playing with that and I play with it on a stream. And the idea is to just kind of like, you know, play your Iron Fist on one, get your Human Torch over and like even like maybe like Ghost Spider back into the lane or something on, on two. That way they're all on top of each other and you just beast mm -hmm. them all back to hand. That allows you to have a little bit of momentum going on the Human Torch, play Hercules on four and then have zero costs to be able to make use of Hercules the turn he comes down as opposed to just have him do nothing. One thing I would like to see I know the three cost thing is it would be awesome. Or you could keep him at four, but give him an on reveal in addition to his static ability that makes it so that when he's played, he moves a card. Hmm. Like at least That'd that really way, good. when he comes in, he does something. And then from there on out, he will bounce stuff away from him whenever it moves back into his lane, you know? So that, I that's love what that I would idea. like That'd to be see. Great. Because, like, I don't mind him being a four cost if you have him appropriately powerful, or I guess at a, an appropriate power level for being a four cost. It's just at the moment, it's just, I don't know if he is. But again, a four six is nothing to scoff at just because there's how many of them now? This is the yeah. fourth one, I think, in total. Well, in Snap, it's just hard to move exactly what you want a lot of the time, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, being able to drop him on something and that being a thing that moves would be very strong. Like, that you yeah. can't do that is kind of problematic, right? Like, it's just, um, there's only so many move enablers, and they only target so specifically. And they mm -hmm. just, they're just they just finicky enough that if you see the wrong ones in the wrong order, it all falls mm -hmm. apart. And then when you only have two turns to do it, if he's not moving anything, it doesn't work out. Again, like, if you get, like, Phoenix Force and then him, you've probably won the game. There's, still, yeah. there's a lot of things to do. 
No, I, I think you're 100% right there, though, Glazer. Like, that experience, like, a lot of my Hercules experience was, like, I've got Herc. Oh, I drew the wrong enablers. Or, like, mm. mo- I, or where I had to play Herc here, actually, the, what my opponent ended up doing is actually not the right thing. And then Herc mirrors are a whole kind of thing that I played a couple of those uh, when I opened for him. And I was like, this is just weird. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. Let's go play some cards. <laughs> see them bounce around for a little while and uh, see what see what they do. Um, it's definitely like a really fun card. And I think even if they don't change Hercules, I think as they print more move cards, which they are slowly doing um, like one more decent, like um, like another Spider-Man season um, that would give us some more spike. I, maybe if there's a Spider-Man season to support the Madam Web movie, which I actually don't think there is going to be one, right? Because Madam Web comes up in the spring, and we know what the themes are for the next two months, right? It's um, also that's, Avengers that's versus... Sony, and I don't think uh, Segmenter really supports the Sony but, stuff. <laughs> but they did a Spider Verse season, and so that's you know oh I mean? yeah, so, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So... Well, that's popular. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, look. Who, who knows? Who knows? I'm just saying, like. They could do it, but um, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, because there's a Deadpool season that we see that's coming in mm-hmm. the summer and things like that. So, you know, I, I think a couple more Spider-Man move cards or whatever um, could really cause Herc to pop off, particularly if it's a bit more targeted, like um, Gwen is or or Ghost Spider rather. So, um, I don't know. Really good card, uh, just like kind of awkwardly positioned right now, and kind of how I that's what my experience of getting those tokens this weekend was. The other thing with him too, that's a little weird is uh, the fact that it's uh, symmetrical. So sometimes if mm-hmm. your opponent has something move into that Hercules lane, when you're trying to move something there and then based on priority, your opponent's card gets moved out first and you're like, well, damn it. <laughs> like you just messed up my entire play. Which is a valid form of strategy if you're playing against a Hercules deck and you see that you have priority and you have the ability to move a card like a Jeff, for example. It it might be within your best interest to actually preemptively move that Jeff into Hercules, take the gamble on where he ends up anyway, um, just to deny them that one extra trigger because uh, that could be a representation of 16 power on like Human Torch or two other multiple mans in like Phoenix force. Right. So that, that could be a huge swing and essentially make it so that their turn doesn't do anything. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff to play around with him. I, I don't know. I, I like him overall. I would like to see him as a three cost, but unfortunately he's a four cost. It, it's, it's just, he's hard to get excited for, you know? I mean, I don't like, enjoy many cards as much as i do hercules right like there's a lot of better cards than hercules that have released this season that mm-hmm. i like less than hercules like if you i would take 10 hercules before i wanted care and scar in the game so like i think he's both fun and relatively healthy i just don't think that um i mean so i just don't think that like that's <sighs> the the power of the game has spiked. If he were released in the Spider-Man season, I think he might have made move meta. But the power of the game has since spiked, and I think he's sort of, like, got left behind. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, I think that's probably why Phoenix Force is one of the better homes for him. 
Um, I think we are currently, thanks to Blob, kind of in this like mega power uh, arms race. Um, and I think that Hercules definitely does get uh, outclassed in those without its own tool to go over the top of Blob consistently. And sadly, right now, Phoenix Force is really the only thing in that toolkit. And of course, it's the least consistent, I think, of the big power enders. Maybe Glazer can, or you, Brad, can um, correct me with that. But just my experience um, is that Phoenix Force, I think, of all the big things you can do in the game right now, is one of the least consistent compared to the sure, pure consistency of Blob and the sort of medium consistency of the Tribunal decks. Um, so I think that's kind of Hercules' problem. But it's like happens to Blob. And maybe the the pressure on the meta is sort of pushed in a different direction. Like I think in a Dark Hawk style meta game, this is a more powerful thing um, to be doing. Or even I mm-hmm. think something where uh, Tribunal is what you're doing um, is the best thing to be doing. I think this card is a little stronger. But I think with Blob being like the ceiling of the format right now, um, the sort of level one or level zero deck. you really do have to go to something like Phoenix Force to keep up, and it's just not consistent enough. So someone just posted a Phoenix Force deck that they got top 30 with. As you were talking, I was trying to look for them, and I can't find them, so please excuse me. I should have bookmarked it, but I just... Fire in my way, I'll try it out. It's so, no, the issue, um, it's classic Phoenix Force. He also posted, the person also posted their stats, actually, I have no idea their gender, but the person posted their stats, and, um, it's a 500 deck just with a really high cube rate, right? Which mm-hmm. is Phoenix Force in a nutshell. You sn- They snap, you don't have Phoenix Force, you just run away, you're done, bye, have a great day. You lose one a million times, and then you try and get it back. Um, I don't know how it hit top 30, because I've been playing Safety as a Phoenix Force deck that's been doing um, really well. And when I get Phoenix Force out, most people just leave. They leave for two. So, like, I don't know how it's winning enough to make up for all those games that doesn't see Phoenix Force, but that's been my current experience with it. It's that good players are just like, ooh, you got the Phoenix combo? I'm not dealing with that. Here, enjoy your two cubes. The same way where if they snap, and I don't have my Phoenix, I run for one. But, hey, someone hit top 30 with it. If I could find them, I'd be pretty damn happy. But Maybe it's a, a slow burn. Like, they're just taking those two cubes at a time. And yeah. uh, I- I'm sure they can get some... Uh... It also depends. That there is something to, uh, and this is kind of go back just to the snap, like etiquette in general, or like snap strategy. There is something a, to uh, the idea of not snapping when you have your combo piece, and kind of letting your opponent uh, kind of snap into stuff, and then just kind of taking the win for four cubes instead of forcing an eight cuber. I've had plenty of successful climbs kind of doing that with certain decks. A great example is the most recent one with Black Knight, which I find Black Knight to be a very uh, rough deck to snap effectively with because the timing of what you snap is typically going to be pretty early because if you snap after you get Black Knight on board and they saw you discard an Infinite, for example, they're going to immediately leave. If you snap too early, like on one, People might just dip out because they think you must have the nuts. I'm not going to deal with that. So really, you kind of want to hold on to Black Knight to play him alongside like Blade or something on the same turn, like on turn two, maybe turn three, and you snap on those turns, and you're probably just sticking it out for four cubes at that point, not getting an A-cuber. So maybe that's how they've kind of taken the approach with Phoenix Force in that kind of regard. I don't know, I, but I sure I wish I could it found in my zero to hero infinite climb last year or 
yeah, last year, um, last also last season, um, that actually eight cube, uh, four cubers were sort of your dream. And sometimes trying to position your po- opponent to snap you, and so that you mm-hmm. kind of like lock it in and is a gr- is a good climbing strategy um, versus like snapping back and then them just running because they're like, oh, I aggressively snap, but you just snap me back immediately. I'm going to retreat, which did mm-hmm. happen a lot to me in my climb when I was like. And so sort of just like accepting those four cube wins versus trying to go mm-hmm. for the eight cube, like the eight cube is like, I think a really important like climbing strategy and like a very valid approach to take with decks that definitely like, as you said, Brad, but I think Tribunal is also another one like that where yep. um, you've hey. got to be really careful. Like if your goal is climbing specifically, you have to be really careful um with your snapping like um because you don't want to drive too many opponents away because you want to get those two four cubers versus like particularly if you want to do it at any sort of speed versus a variety of sort of like one cube retreats oh yeah wild teddy has appeared guys kansas city is in his round two of the ice storm but we, we made it we made it in one piece great to see you guys Great to see you too, bud. To Honestly, you. not great to see this guy on the screen. He's been he's been <laughs> a heartache for me. <laughs> we were just wrapping up with our uh, thoughts on Hercules. To give you a quick recap, Teddy, so you can kind of uh, give us yours. We yeah. all think that Hercules is like better than face value and actually kind of fun and pretty decent at times. What the uh, heck? We would like to see some changes, like a three cost. My suggestion was oh, yeah, give him yeah. an on reveal where he actually moves a, moves a card out of his lane. Thank you on when you first play him in addition to his static ability That'd but be otherwise brilliant. he's fun i think he's a fun card all right so if it hasn't been brought up my alteration would be that he could move every card mm-hmm. move to his location on a turn because like that's honestly what i thought he was when he was first data mined and then somehow i missed it and just like watching your opponent occasionally steal it when you have planned out like getting the move for yourself is just heartbreaking and when move is already like bottom of the barrel in terms of like popularity, I know there's some like sleeper decks and some people find success with it, but it's never been at the top of the late game meta. And so like he's competing with other four cost cards that are like Loki, Miss Marvel. He's like build around archetypes. He could have been so much more, especially as a series five. He's not series four. He plays like a series three. That I, I actually will agree with that. The, the serious the serious thing he he should have been a series four card yeah yeah like i feel like he would have been a lot more palatable at 3k tokens um though to be fair i probably still would have opened spotlight caches if he was series four because i mean come on the, the, these the howard and the werewolf are, are banger i got variants. i got both of them yeah found, <laughs> they're great found it. uh finn snap is the player mm-hmm. who hit rank 28 with phoenix force and the yeah. list is uh, sixteen, and uh, and fourteen. I love it. Uh, Glazer, so like, just, like did just you barely barely ahead of five hundred? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get the the full list that Jeet was running last season when he was ranked six in the world? That was Phoenix Force, the Deadpool one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That oh list man, was great. that Covered deck that. was that ba. It. it was that, so it's good. Still great. Yeah, it's still really good. That's usually the build I see when I run into Phoenix Force because I'll see Deadpool come down and then Phoenix Force. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh. Finn's deck is the um is what looks like the straight up Nimrod version. It's just running Tribunal as a toppin. So it's I like, like, I like instead tribunal. of running um Zola, it's running Tribunal. 
shockingly good against these Thanos decks. Yeah. Thanos, I mean, Torch is, when Torch is 160, right? Like, there's very little, uh, there's, there's very little that, that 40 power blob does. Yeah. There is something to, uh, be said about running. It's hard to find the room, though, to run like Kyra yeah. in, in the Torch jet, torch deck just to, uh, find, you know, just to protect it. Yep. Uh, but I struggle to find the room because I'm like, damn, I want, I want to do all the bounce stuff and like I have tribunal at the top end just for like if I don't have enough spread. So I don't know. I just take that as a loss. I don't worry about it. Well, like if okay. you're running Killmonger in this meta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this economy, then you get to beat me. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. what if they're running Electra and that that's how they beat? Th- then I will ask for their address and send them money. <laughs> it's fine. You deserve it. I I want to use. I just got that bundle uh, a few weeks ago, the one where she has the demon variant. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I love that variant so much. People were just uh, getting it for the avatar, I think. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I, I got it just for like me holding out hope. I'm like, you'll get buffed one day. You'll be one playable, day. and then I can, I can break out this badass variant. I believe. Variant. Yeah. yeah. She'll either be able to kill two costs, or she'll be able to kill through armor. That seems to be what the community wants. We'll see. Well, if uh, Angel's any indication of community getting what they want, maybe we'll actually get that. That's that's the thing. <laughs> but looking forward to next week, or I guess more so this week, meaning tomorrow, <laughs> hot, 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 we got Mike. Mick. He looks Mick. like a Mike. All right, Mick. so Mikey. he is a 1-1 one, one that says, <laughs> after each turn, if you discarded any cards, gain plus one power for each and move. So the move only happens a singular time from what we can yes. gather. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will be gaining multiple power for the cards that you discard. So if, um, a Modok, for example, can make him pretty nice. I want to right. open up by saying something very simple for all of you, and I'll, I'll let you go off of that. I think this is Nebula for discard. It's it's yeah, it's half of Mobius, right? Mobius is mm-hmm. a two cost, you gain two. It's also uh, Mobius has an ongoing, so you get extra synergies there, but Meek is just gonna be half cost and half power within the nuance of jumping around. Seems quite nice. I, I think he's fine. Like he's gonna be <laughs> fine. Like he's not special. Yeah, it's hard it's really hard for me to gauge. This feels like Hercules. It's like a card that's coming into mm-hmm. an archetype that's been largely abandoned by the community. And it's like, I don't know if this makes me want to play the deck that much. Obviously, I'm going to because I get all the new cards and I do a stream around it. So, right. But after, outside of that stream, like I don't know if I'm coming back. Do we have to do APOC discard to get, like, do you play Meek in any other discard deck? I mean, you might be able to do, like, the Wong uh, Gambit shenanigans stuff, maybe. Yeah, true, that's true. Like a- a backup plan to this. I mean, I think Black Knight discards enough cards, maybe, or Hala, mm. that this is like a second, like a tempo play, something you have to worry about, a backup plan, right? Like, I, I feel think... like I only discard like two cards when I play Black Knight. Yeah. On average. Yeah. But Hella, that's my only reservation. Well, how the this the difference is going to be. Is if he's consistently a one four or one five, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. If he's a one seven one eight, it is. Well, okay, I, I think if he's consistently a one four or one five, in which you're playing him in a deck that 
you're not thinking about the discards. Like, you're not, like, trying to play around him to get the discards to make him grow. You're just naturally discarding because that's what the deck wants to do. I think in yeah, those yeah. circumstances, he's perfectly fine and serviceable as a one cost. And that's kind of is... worse than Nebula. Like, is there, though? Sorry, go ahead. Is there a strong guy, Zoo, discard deck that comes comes alive here? Something that's using, like, that buff Hellcow? Hellcow looking super hey. buff right now. And uh, honestly, strong name? guy looking pretty buff as well. And then if you have the one-cost synergy, I don't know. Brad had a good like... win rate with it last season. But it wasn't the discard version, but it was just like a zoo. It was just zoo, yeah. But, like, the problem is that um, Blob exists. Yeah. Right? Right. Gonna... It's like, I got to 17 power in this lane, and they're like, cool. Yeah, exactly. And if you run Shadow King, then you're killing your Meek. Uh, right. You wouldn't kill the rest of the deck, but... <laughs> I think, I don't know. though, like, discard left behind, I think, Nebula for a while, or, like, another starter one drop, and I think yeah. having... So, like, just think about, like, how does this card work in APOC discard? I think it works pretty well. I mean, I think yeah. Glazer's right that, like, Blob is a problem for discard sometimes, um, and this kind of doesn't necessarily solve that problem, but it does solve a lot of other matchups because you don't always draw Morbius, or you don't always draw Morbius on time, and I think of all of the one cost possibilities this is what you want to be doing right like you you play this on one and it doesn't change your game plan any other point in the game right like it's just free power basically um in the same way and i guess the main issue is it makes it more difficult to plan around like morbius is definitely a card like you build your entire game plan around like what you're gonna do like right, if you draw that on a timely manner you play it in two or you play it on three like you plan your whole game plan about like, what does that lane mean? Is it a distraction for your opponent to force them to have to play there? And then you play in the other two lanes or is it, uh, you know, you're going to build your whole game plan around it. Meek, because he moves, doesn't really let you do that. He's just sort of like bonus power. But I think in that kind of deck, this is definitely something that's worth it. He's, is he the 3K or the 6K? He's the Series 4. He's the Series I'm 4. I'm wondering, okay. I love the idea of APOC moving toward a meek modok turn six which mm -hmm. that feels like it could just like mm -hmm. pop to surprise the opponent you cut a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff you cut your apoc dracula eats it your morbius is going crazy your dakin buffed up i mean just i wonder if there swarm. is a world where it's like a uh, nikia okoye apoc discard with that kind of play pattern on six yeah move away it's from swarm in that case, yeah. because swarm. Yeah, you could move away from swarm entirely in that case and just run your um, X twenty three and your Wolverine, and just like everything flushes from hand as much as possible that final turn. Yeah, uh, it, though when I when I think of like a Koye and like uh, Nakia in you know discard, I think of hand buff, and I think of swarm being one of the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. cards for that kind of deck so that's fair you have to compare the previous iterations of hand buff with swarm to what this new iteration would look like and you have to ask yourself is meek better than swarm in that instance and i would if you've be got hard calling wing yes. and blade right you could still tease out some swarm value I'm and fine. then roll okay. into the killing the hand to prep dracula mm -hmm. with apoc or something and yeah you have the swarm 
and you have the Dakin that get the extra benefit from any kind of hand buff or deck buff. Uh, I think also, I think this is a card that I think is worth people who are at least interested in playing discard picking up because I think next month this card gets a couple of up, very serious upgrades that are kind oh, yeah. of going to have to cause the deck, the game to be like the deck to be rebuilt. And so I yeah. think this might be an investment for people who find discard interesting, such as myself. Um, you know, like you either spend the three K tokens or open for this because it's definitely like discard could be re-entering the meta with the two new cards that it gets next month. I think once it has uh, Proxima, right, is the additional mm-hmm. payoff That's... for playing discard, right? And, um, yeah, and the Ebi- or sorry, the Corvus Glee. There's the one that Corvus will give Glee. you extra energy, and there's the Which one that Corvus. will jump to a lane. And that's right. Proxima. That's yeah. Proxima, right. And so, like, those are both really powerful enablers and payoffs for playing discard. And then this, like, again, I think really does fit well in a Proxima Corvus like uh, thing. I think yes. also. Oh, uh, bro. Could we, can we Moon Girl? into like multiple Proximas into the final turn Modoc and then just the hand goes insane to the board. Like if you got Wolverine and Proxima Moon Girled into the final turn discard, that's insane. It's actually crazy. I mean, One thing there's no reason you, can also you can't, right? Do with Swarm is use the Swarms to prevent Meek from moving or forcing yeah. Meek to be in one of two lanes that you want him to be yeah. in. I think is yep. a is a is another pretty interesting um, sort of play pattern that discard can have. Discard can also corral him. Yeah. Versions also like Ravona, so Professor X would help there too. True, true. Like turn four, Professor X and uh, Mobius. Turn five, in uh, Meek and um, Morbius. Excuse me, not Mobius. Professor X and Morbius in a lane, and then turn six, Modok and uh, Meek. Yeah. So I think. That, that seems like a reasonable way to get a bunch of power on the board. So are we think, saying though... tokens or cash? Mm-hmm. Because he's alongside Annihilus and Phoenix Force. How much value do you guys put on those two cards if you don't already have them? Well, uh, looking at Annihilus as the first one, I put a lot of value on Annihilus. If you don't have Annihilus, I think you go for caches. Um, and if you don't have Phoenix Force and you really like the style of that deck, or maybe you just picked up Hercules, then I could see doing caches as well. However, if you already have a Nihilus and Phoenix Force, or you're not interested in either, um, or at least mostly, I would say, not interested in Phoenix Force, um, then I would use 3k tokens on them. I'll probably end up using just 3k tokens. I agree with everything you said. I don't think you need Phoenix Force unless you're like dying to play it because it's fun. Right. Yeah. Um, make is 3k tokens but Annihilus is a must own card yep. like as long as you're far enough that you actually have hood and sentry if you don't have hood and sentry just like don't bother just with wait. Annihilus right yeah you're yeah. just going to be sitting there sad having Annihilus like I wish I could play this with cards yeah you can't so don't but like I think Annihilus is a must own card as long as you have the two cards that it works well with he's still good yeah so are we all are we all good. getting him we all getting Mike but, I get every card. I, I'm probably getting him. I, I just got 7k tokens after buying that uh, $30, $30 bundle into a, this other bundle trick uh, oh, yep, yeah, the other yeah. day. The web shop typo yep. thing? The, yeah, and then... No, no, where you bought the like Doom thing for for 30 bucks for 29 mm-hmm. and then it gave you four 
K-Gold, which you could then use to buy the other bundle that was also oh, at the same time. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I did that's... that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. And so I have six cabins. I was considering buying Black Knight, which I've had locked for a while. But yeah. I think I might just end up spending 3K on uh, on Neek here and then just slowly building up the other the other 3K that I need here um, to get Black Knight. So yeah. I would say, especially with what we see at the development of Discard next month, Mm-hmm. You can treat them as an investment now, whether or not you're going to really love the deck immediately. But I would be recommending people who are even on like a pretty tight token budget to go for this guy. Well, also worth noting, though, you don't have to buy it right now, right? Like if you're using tokens, he will rotate through the shop. Right. Yes. So there is a reasonable like if you need to save up for a little while, you don't have to go crazy to get him right now. If you're yep. not planning to open using tokens, just be patient. Like you can use your tokens later. You can lock them. I Does... do wish that this Annihilus variant was better, though. Like, I might, because very... I like the uh, Phoenix yeah. Force, but I think the Annihilus variant sucks. I've been collecting so many of the steampunks, I'm just going to go for it anyway. But, uh, yeah. How do you guys feel about this Grandmaster, like, soup up discard? This card's all on reveal, but I don't know That's if you so... care about, like, a reactivation in the mid game that much. So, if you want a million swarms? Yeah, um, that's true. The off then, of a calling wing, yeah, that could yeah, pop that, off. That or that collector type play, yeah. right? Where you go collector uh, Mobius Meek. Yeah. And then you just say, all right, so now I can spend my last turn with like seven swarms in hand going, uh, as long as I got Ravona, obviously, going right. Modoc Grandmaster and just be like, let's go. Oh, that's like, so if, let's crazy. go. Let's, let's just have a uh, plus 14 power to Mo- Morbius. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. But uh, like this, I think Grandmaster is like all but guaranteed to be broken somewhere. I just don't know where yet. He's definitely yeah, a that's powerful combo enabler. Oh yeah. The uh, we when I talked about with Teddy last time, we talked about Grandmaster. When we were looking at the month in general, mm-hmm. I was thinking um, that uh, Cheerios, uh, Jane Foster, Thor monkey deck. Oh yeah, that's um, disgusting. With Grandmaster about. and then Beta Rebuild the next week as well. That way you mm-hmm. have. Two targets uh, for Grandmaster potentially in like Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. On top of which, if you would go yeah. Mysterio Hip Monkey on five, you could go Grandmaster on top of Hip Monkey plus other stuff as well um, for the last turn. Um, he has so much utility in that regard. Uh, there's again, there's like almost 200 on reveals in the game. So he's so, going to be good somewhere. I mean, Beast with him is going to be nuts. Right. Right. Like you use him to. Um bounce your beast back and then you can create i believe an infinite combo unless i'm mistaking something uh no 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 one of your other you can only use it three times you can only bounce three times i mean yeah you're limited by just the scope of the game Mm -hmm. length but i don't think it'll return the beast so the beast itself will not return but grandmaster could like reactivate him to hit the other cluster that was Mm -hmm. just bounced right yeah 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 so okay. just, just you go infinite if you have um, Nico duplicate beast. That one is that's crazy. <laughs> oh jeez. The way Marvel Snap cards work, he has to be able to do all of his text, right? So he has to both be able to move it, but so he if has you to play be able him to in the middle. He does nothing. Correct. Okay. Cool. Just to just it, just it has to, to move that... and Cosmo in the middle would stop it. Glenn confirmed. Yes. Yeah. Cosmo in the middle would stop that card from activating, even though it started in another location that mm-hmm. was not blocked off. But mm, okay, yeah, it has to move. And so does that mean fully, that the yeah. like fully 
it's the annoying. no text card also like the no text location or like any location that like stops at the, so the cosmo equivalent location or it the should. Yeah. card yes, text are would. blank here okay that's that kind yeah. of sucks but but it means that if you're playing like a mixed deck you can really cultivate which card goes as long as you have only one on reveal card he won't target dud cards to move he'll only target on reveal cards mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's gonna well, be good so he's, does he work with a wong in the middle so if you play Wong in the yes. middle, you yes. move the opponent, the yes. card into the middle, and he triggers twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We want. Uh, I mean, Zola is going to be completely silly, right? You're saying a Renslayer oh, yeah. Zola Grandmaster. So, um, Renslayer Panther in a right lane, right? For example. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, yeah, go from there. Right, because you Zola first. Zola mm-hmm. hits the Panther, distributes the Panther Grandmaster, mm-hmm. then moves the Zola to the next Panther, and he hits mm-hmm. that Panther. Correct. Yeah, that's nasty. Right. That's cool. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Let's. Oh, Panther decks need to come back. So, like they. I they, think they're. Yeah, it's I about think time. they're genuinely still like solid. Like even yeah, against like things like the, Blob and stuff. If you just oh, like, that's the thing. Even a double activated Panther is smaller than Blob. <laughs> sure, but they got they got to win double two activated lanes. Panthers in. Two lanes, yes, like that's, yeah. where, that's where it can and be. Not to be right. confused with the university, just you know, two <laughs> two lanes. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, the Panthers play in Florida, right? <laughs> uh, um, so I, the the Aliyah thing is still going to be how it ends up being used, right? Get priority, wave, and then Aliyah and Grandmaster, and just win the game. But just, then you uh, have to have an advantage off of like he only hits the Eliath. I guess if you're playing, yeah, if you play like you to play a, the if you're playing middle, a deck right? without other on reveals, it's actually yeah. not that bad. Crossbones, Ms. Marvel, um, mm-hmm. shit like that. You, yeah, you're gonna have to be careful where you play your wave, right? But like, sure, yeah. your wave, like you should be relatively safe to just say, okay, smash, bye. Pretty but, much. I mean that, but that, but your opponent, like, you have to heavily contest. The middle lane, though, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. so you blow up, what, the left or right lane on turn five. And no, then no, the... no. You're playing wave. You're blowing up both on turn six. <laughs> uh, so you okay. play wave oh, then on turn it. five. Okay. And I see, I see, you I see, can see. play Eliath and Grandmaster on turn yeah, six. Yeah, I see. I see. I, I see now. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, you're, they're probably not playing in both of those lanes, right? But, like, if they're they probably play play one lane on one turn. of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if they're yeah. if they're playing on one of them, you win, right? Like it takes out those fifty fifties out, and you just go like heavy duty prio decks, which can yep. be difficult nowadays with Thanos in the meta. But like, well, it's still a viable play. Just wait until we get uh, Super Giant, and that's where it's going to be amazing. Yes, to have which also Ooh. you can play that and that this or this and that deck as well, being Grandmaster, because uh, mm-hmm. now you have two ways of doing what you're just saying. Those Super Giant will be the most effective way to just be like, yeah, turn four. You don't get to do anything on five. Turn six, I have some right. priority still because nothing changed. Elias kills everything. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. But you, you could literally be like securing yeah, initiative. Options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could like be securing initiative with Mister Fantastic because then Super Giant means that initiative doesn't change. Turns five, and then you come in with your Mega Elias. Yeah. Last thing I want to say about Grandmaster is probably my favorite text on a card for their name like the stylization with the symmetrical like the m uh, to kind of like going on yeah. the side oh, yeah like i, the I name don't know why. Is great it, it tickles me i'm very happy about it it's pretty good all right so last couple of things we wanted to go over or last few things we had a patch recently 
And of course, it hasn't seemed to do too much because there's still blob running around, and that's mm-hmm. the biggest complaint to everyone. Well, it didn't <laughs> because... touch blob, so of course yeah, blob exactly. It hit the like... other three best decks. Remember so because... when Destroyer was just way too big at what was he? Eighteen? Uh, we had 16. to change 16. that. 16. Sixteen. That was a... he destroyed your whole board, but remember he was sixteen power himself. That was insane. And then uh, you guys remember High Evolutionary Hulk? He was like uh, 22 if you passed energy the entire game and <laughs> ran a dead card in High Evolutionary. That was nuts. We had to cut that. But Blob, he's I fine. Don't know. I don't know how Blob is okay. I just, yeah. I don't know what the thought process was for like Blob being okay. I just don't. I someone will one day be able to explain to me what the fuck they were thinking with Blob. Like everything that's not blob makes some level of sense to me, right? Like I know how we got to werewolf. I know Man. how we got to. I even know how we got to Elsa, right? Like yeah. I don't get how we got to blob. Blob like, at all. could blob could straight up say gain half its mm-hmm. total power, and he'd be still playable. Yep, and good. Like the he was releasing, and we were like, oh, it kills Darkhawk. That's what people were thinking. Is like this is special tech against Hawk, and then you actually play it, and you're like, oh, it just. It says I win a lane with no setup. Like, <laughs> I'm in. It says Infinite is for is dumb. Don't yeah. bother. Yeah. Unless you know Blob wants to eat Infinite, because why not? Right. So we've seen uh, a few options from the community uh, of like ways to potentially balance him. Uh, one that Teddy just mentioned, even as a joke, was one I saw that was a genuine potential uh, change. Was where he only eats half. We've seen eating the top. X amount of cards, whatever arbitrary number they decide to end up being. Uh, I know Glazer, you had a uh, suggestion for uh, that you saw about the power. I'm sorry, the the, uh, the energy. No, yes, that's my favorite one. But uh, my two favorites are either eats the energy, not the power of the cards left in your deck. I think that'd be really good, um, right? Because like then the most expect- powerful thing he's getting is six, right? And then they're yeah. running death in those decks to try and get extra shit, and that seems hilarious. Sure. Um, the other thing is only it's cards that start in your deck, which basically pull, um, I still think he's really good in Thanos because the stones keep big things in the deck fairly often, Yeah, but it changes the builds enough. And I think that's a decent place to like start and see. Also, he's got to be a six, two. He can't be a six, four. His baseline needs to like not be shadow. Yeah. The point where like, he's just like, he consumes Magneto and he's already like better than mm-hmm. any other six cost that you would play as an individual card is just crazy. Mm-hmm. the ripple effects that blob has caused throughout the meta i found to be really interesting um like the my favorite ripple effect because we already talked about like how he just nukes Darkhawk, right like that's the biggest thing that he's able to do outside of just being giant uh, in his own right but in addition to nuking Darkhawk, he promotes the play of a card like magneto a card that i haven't seen played in months um I guess Black Knight kind of brought Magneto back a little bit as well, but you have two decks essentially at the same time bringing back a card that was once a staple six drop in the game, which is another card that's disruptive to Darkhawk strategies or even just a lot of good four cost, good decks like Miss Marvel and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it, you have two different ways that there's disruption now, and I found that to be incredibly funny that I'm seeing all these uh, just Magneto's a good card, and people are like, well, who knew? Yeah, Magneto actually is really fun to be able to lock. 
block games out when people are playing, you know, Lockjaw and Kyera. It's like, well, now you got all this junk on one side and you're stuck. Yeah. So, I just realized what my favorite blob nerf is. Hmm. Ready? Yep. Valkyrie to four. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, uh, that was in my uh, my my thread. It was from uh, Laura. I haven't right? seen it. I just thought of it now. I was like, with Valkyrie was four. A blob is a lot less obnoxious. Yeah, well, oh, Valkyrie yeah. four. So I remember Glenn was asked about Valkyrie four months ago in like one of the Ask the Dev Team things on Discord, and he Ooh. said he's afraid of Zabu in that regard. Um, oh yeah, and like Great. Valkyrie being a three three, uh, and honestly, at this point, if if we are at the point where the big stuff is kind of like viewed as being okay as is, and that's where they want the meta to be, I'm cool with giving another Wait. cool tech card like that. I mean, they that well, the Kyera. thing is, Kyera, right? If you're yeah. going to say that, yes. hey, you can run a card that invalidates Shang, you have to make some of the other control be mm-hmm. able to take up the slack. And it's either Shadow King or Valk. So Blob is a lot of the problem, right? Like so, But Blob decks want to run a lot of other big stuff, and they release Scar. And so now you have another six drop, and then a lot of these decks run cards like She-Hulk or whatever other giant bullshit, right? And if Shang can't answer them, then and Shadow King can't answer them, yeah. literally we're down to Valkyrie as far as cards that answer the like six drops in the game right. that get cheated out early. And if that the only thing you can do to stop that is Valkyrie, then make Valkyrie affordable. I'm going to go so far, I think, as to predict that. I think they're going to make Valkyrie 4 now. It'd be really cool. I'd love to see it. Blah. Also, ah. you can make her, you could make her a zero cost because then she would work with uh, Ravona, which also you naturally could want in a Cerebro 3 deck. And she makes herself 3 on reveal anyway. Mm-hmm. She says all cards, not all other cards. No, true, she's a, true. Yeah, yeah. She hits herself. Uh-huh. Kind of the same thing with Shadow King. If she if he gets buffed by right. Wakanda Embassy, for example, yes. and you play him, no. he sets himself back to normal. I thought hers was all other cards. No, it just says all cards. In oh, she's all cards. My bad. My she bad. She hits herself. I've dropped her on like lanes. Um, she's part of the reason I run a fair amount of Valkyrie and Shadow King and just random shit that I was like, oh, I don't care about um about Celine at all, right? Like, I'll just drop Celine and Valkyrie, and then yeah, everyone's back to where they started. Yeah. That's fun. To me, Blob is one of those cards that falls into a... in card games where Blob's more interesting about what he does to the metagame than pl- the experience of playing with or against him. Um, and that's sort of where, where I sit with Blob. I think fundamentally... To me, the biggest problem with Blob is actually, like, Taskmaster. Like, I think Blob winning, like, one lane without doing anything is really, like, the least obnoxious thing for him. I think that sort of, like, the ability to copy his ability and things like that, I tend to find, like, way more obnoxious than simply, like, Blob. Like, he is really just, like, an ollie-off that doesn't, like, priority is less important unless it's, like, specifically Shang-Chi. Like, um... And sort of that's kind of like where I sort of land with him. Like I am, I'm not the biggest blob hater in the community because again, I think he is just Ollie off, um, but by by another name. And if we have that effect in in the game, then like blob isn't really like that different um, because he can just invalidate games on his own. Um, I do think that your discussion of uh, Valkyrie of Four is really interesting. 
I, I wonder about the cascading consequences of that because I think it's one of those things like sometimes Marvel Snap does these changes where they make a big change like reduce Valkyrie to four. Then like a month later, they're like, you know what? Actually, Blob was a problem even with this change. Reduce Blob, but now Valkyrie is this high and that ends up suppressing things like Panther and all these other kind of like stuff that like there's a lot of unintended spiraling consequences, particularly since thanks to the OTA sort of cycle, OTA patch cycle, Mm -hmm. like the metagame isn't really that particularly card text is not very stable in Marvel snap. And so that's kind of my main concern about the Valkyrie change, even though definitely everything. And I know Glazer is the biggest Valkyrie stand in the world. And I've been last year, uh, maybe all right, Lauren, uh, one of the biggest Valkyrie stands I've been hearing for the last year that, you know, that card is like fun and amazing. I do think right now it'd be very healthy, but I wonder if Blob does get changed in the long term, if that uh, Valkyrie change ends up being too suppressive to literally everything else. So There's also the- revisiting just previous nerfs in general that they could do, mm-hmm. like Black Bolt Stature, put them back at a 5.8 and 5.7 uh, like they were before. That wouldn't really yeah. change anything for the most part at the moment. Um, Gas up some of the competition. Put, you say so, put them in Blob? No. Well, that just, yeah, right? Like, don't think Blob is fine with them. <laughs> sure. So, um, but I think, like, Kitty and Angela, not that anyone is, like, dying for, well, I am. But not that most people are dying for a turn to Kitty Angela, right? But Kitty Angela shenanigans would be fine now, right? Well, depending on what that February Battle Pass card releases as, they could just be back. Oh, you mean the the March one? The March both. Oh, March. Sorry, the one that when you play there. Right now, the data line is you get two energy. No no shot. Uh, Both, because Black Swan is incredible as well. Zero cost. One cost are free. Yeah, one cost are free is pretty damn good. Yeah, and then if Um, we ever get Firestar, light us up, baby. So they're never re-releasing Firestar. Like people keep saying that. Yes, they are. It's it, there's zero chance that in a game with Black Swan, they're releasing Firestar. Oh, by the way, I just have to say this out loud. We were talking about data mines, but not to get us here. But this is the card that, yeah, I couldn't think about the example of people complaining about cards and data mines. Firestar is the is the biggest example of this. Firestar yeah. was yeah. data mined and never yep. announced officially, but people are still complaining that they pulled her. There we go. They're, I knew it. I they're knew just it. talking I knew about it. But like it. Firestar should never release. Firestar is like. Like Firestar, is insane. She she would have been the best card in the game nuts. by a mile. Yeah. It would have been oh, well, yeah, in that state, awful. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I have a feeling you... that not only was she broken in their testing, but I feel like she broke the game in their testing, um, like quite literally. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe. So that yeah, that's, that's my hypothesis. I think we'll get Firestar eventually. It's just probably going to be a while because now they have to weave her into a different season. We haven't seen Data Mind yet. Um, like at the very least April at the earliest. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a so, lot of seasons that don't care about their theme, right? They yeah. slap her in a Spider-Man season, right? Because she was in Spider-Man yeah. and her amazing friend, his amazing friends. Like Firestar was also a bit of a stretch to be in the Hellfire Gala. I know, like she's currently involved in like the Fall of X stuff as like a like a sleeper agent or whatever. But um, it's like still like n- people aren't like Hellfire Gala Firestar, like yeah. Well, people aren't like Hellfire Gala blob either. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Like, it's but he looks good in the suit. He does. He That's great. That is a great variant. Aren't there several characters in the Hellfire Gala as far their variants go, and just have never participated in it? I think Ghost Rider was one of them. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but a lot of them there looks really good. A lot it of those covers, 
were our covers because like what marvel did oh, is that's like, fair every, yeah yeah, yeah. Every, like every like during the second hellfire gala i think every mm-hmm. single book got like a, a hellfire variant to, okay. to sell books so okay. oh, we need we need a new spider-man to go off of the ultimate spider-man that just released that's what we need in Marvel Snap. We need a new one of those. So the old oh, Peter I want, Parker. You're talking about Dude, like the new dad Peter? Like, yeah. I want a, the, the, the new, new Ultimate Con- Spider-Man? It's... Yeah. I want that. Oh, my theory. God. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, everyone should see... please support it. Please support it. Please buy it. Please show no. them that we want Peter to be <laughs> happy and not the, the punching <laughs> bag of Marvel. Yeah. He's wait, not wait, relatable wait, to the sure? children if he's married. You have Miles for that. You have Miles, please. Right. They didn't. Have so that many point. other characters. Well, right, right, right. But I mean, I, I think we don't have a Hellfire Spider-Man, do we? We don't have Gala His Spider-Man. Hellfire design is kind of bad, in my opinion. So oh, really? Okay. I didn't like it, but I, I I'll look it up like on my own time. To be to be fair, I'm not a fan of a lot of. The, I feel like. Okay, one of my issues with a lot of the Hellfire designs, uh, at least looking at the variants with like the backdrops and stuff like that is for some reason they're really hellbent uh no pun intended on um having the backdrop of like the respective character have the same color as whatever outfit they're wearing and then you lose the outfit in the color behind them and then you look at the variant like forge for example it's just a white background but it looks clean because you can see definitively the detail of his outfit and the character on a nice con- high contrast background, but then you look at Fire uh, Firestarter, for example, or Firestar Firestarter's uh, the boys. Um, if you look at Firestar, for example, on her variant, when it was go touchdown, let's go. Sorry, I'm watching the Bucks game. Go Bucks, go Tampa, let's go. Um, if you look at her variant, she had an like a kind of rust orange kind of like color, but then the two like pillars behind her on like the staircase were the exact same color. So you kind of, at first glance, lose where her outfit starts and ends between the the background. I'm like, why are you doing this? Give us like the gaudy outfits and stuff, but also give us high contrast background so I can see what I'm looking at and appreciate it. Like, except it's, 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 it's except for the Moon Knight, which is perfection. That Oof, that one's fantastic because crazy. because there's great detail in the outline mm-hmm. of Moon Knight himself, where you can still have the contrast even though it's a white on white. See, it's, yeah, it's a good it, one. You can you can do this. It could, it's, you can make it work. I mean, the Carol Danvers one is pretty popping. Fantastic. Oh well, yes, the, the one that I can't get. Something's because... popping there, mm. man. <laughs> but if we go back to the patch, so we see that we wish Blob had been hit with some kind of OTA. Are we happy with where Loki ended up? Only because Blob is busted. I don't think Loki is that much worse. I think um, Blob Thanos is particularly suited to answering Loki. Like, if we were in a fair meta, I think Loki's still a problem. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I like that Loki didn't completely disappear. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they do to Collector from here on out. They actually were talking about potentially buffing Collector after That's like it? this synergy was broken with Loki. But, I mean, if the deck's doing fine, it might just sit... Our other big change was Ms. Marvel. Are you guys happy with where she's at right now? She's her decks have kind of faded. That's like, but like, I, it's so hard to read. What's is that because like Ms. Marvel is worse, or is that because she's adding five and Blob is adding forty? And right. like, I'm playing I think it's four she's, eleven. She's worse because I think the game. Like, I think there was a much bigger balance. Like, the most Marvel snap I played in a year was like last month. 
Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think same. Um, there's a real tension between like what Miss Marvel was pushing the metagame to because it was so powerful and over the top, and what Blob was doing. Right now, that's right. that they weren't always like equal. Frequently, Blob would go over the top of Miss Marvel, but sometimes your Blob draw would be awkward, and the Miss Marvel sort of strategy was actually a little bit more consistent than Blob because sometimes, yeah, you drew Blob, but you also drew Magneto, and all your and all your deck was full of your 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 rocks, right? Like, I think there was a much more interesting tension between Blob and Miss Marvel. But now that Miss Marvel's been taken down a peg, she's not a horrible card. She's still playable. She's still strong-ish, but she's no longer like one step below. She's not Blob. free anymore. Like yeah. before, she was a, yeah, effectively yeah. a yeah. free card that gave you fifteen power cross. It was board. crazy. Now with the combination of needing two cards and having them unique costs, there are times where that can be awkward. Like, of course, you can get her going and you can make her ability, you know, proc somewhat easily in a lot of decks but there are plenty of times where i'm playing and i'm like well i want to be able to play this in my last turn but i can't do it this way because i end up losing the five power from this marvel uh because i have to have another card there but i can't have it be another one cost but that's only what my curve is allowing me here so am i better off with having five power here and that's it and making my opponent play into this board and then forcingly going to the other lanes or am i better off just losing the five power and like there's there is a bit more give and pull there so i i agree i think i think she's actually in a pretty decent spot at this moment yeah i like where she's at i think the biggest thing that's made us have such a one-dimensional thanos meta is the hits to junk which was kind of a double hit because it was really relying on miss marvel it was relying on miss marvel with only a couple synergy cards staying on your side of the board because you would throw so much across and so annihilus getting hit and the marvel hit that was like Junk was kind of the predator to Thanos in a large amount. And so that losing a step while Thanos didn't lose anything, that's what was too much. So, I mean, Kyera was also really good for that Thanos deck, but yeah. So right now, I mean, I think Kyra and Scar are what we're missing in this analysis. Um, yeah. Because yeah. like now there's not an answer for a blob, right? Like Shank exactly. didn't answer blob before, now it can't. So four, uh, sorry, 14 of the top 17 decks in untapped and the 200 sample size are Thanos blob. Yeah, fourteen of seventeen. Of the you top have like three decks. reliable flavors. It, That's all I see yeah. in the top. It's and either then, the lockjaw blob, yeah. it's the lockdown Thanos, or it's even a Loki Thanos hybrid. Yeah, and then the like the and then there's a Galactus one floating. But yeah, the only yeah. other things that have like any kind of positive win rate at like the high like the high ranks is High Evo, the Sheena, um, yeah. and then the classic Destroy that no one's really playing but still continues to perform because you know what can get bigger than blob a high roll no man i'm still high surprised roll, no. on that one because i and a high roll like uh deadpool it can also like come... yeah it has to be a very high roll it can, can compete yeah. if, if, you, if you've got some other junk in there you know like a wolverine that triggered wands you know like you can the deadpool mm-hmm. can push you over the top right of sure. and so sure. yeah not not like but the problem is man. Thanos blob is 37 Right, like yeah. your Thanos blob is in your mid thirties. In other decks, right. when it's like seventeen sometimes, and when it's like twenty eight sometimes, it's that it's in the mid thirties in Thanos Lockdraw. That's such a pain in the ass. It, that's like isn't... it's yeah. It 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 says the highest high roll is like so. I lost to a blob lane when I had Infinite and Magneto in one lane, and I was just like, like what the fuck am I supposed to do at that point? Right, like <laughs> I like it's just yeah. I had in like the previous biggest card in the game, and then 
one of the biggest sixes in the game in one lane. And it was just like, no, Blob's just like seven or eight points bigger. I wasn't he even still close. still you. It wasn't even yep. close. And like, it's just so, and I can't shang it, right? Like I can't no. like, there's no good answer. I can't win Pryo because they're running things like Scar and, um, and Vision and She-Hulk that they're cheating out early with Lockjaw. So, and Thanos stones just are really, really good at grabbing priority too, right? So, yeah. like, I can't grab priority, so Lithe isn't an answer. Now, Shang isn't an answer, right? Um, and, like, I can't Shang... I can't just... So, I could win two other lanes, except that in that other lane, there's now um, Scar plus She-Hulk plus Vision, right? And I'm sitting there looking at that lane, like, okay. But I can't Shang that either. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is if they can throw Jeff and mm-hmm. Vision somewhere and play Blob mm-hmm. anywhere to win, it's like it's so unpredictable mm-hmm. and so powerful. You're just it's, even if you're in a good position, it's kind of a guessing game on keeping up. It's nuts. Look, I beat you the think that uh, Goliath. I can't beat you think, Blob. Yeah. Do you think Leech is being really overlooked right now? Um, Leech is a symptom of a sick meta. Whenever the meta gets sick and unhealthy, <laughs> Leech comes back. So the meta yeah. is sick and unhealthy. The only thing that can stop you is these extreme like low roll bullshitty things for um right like so thanos just runs leech because it can casually occasionally win the game and like if thanos gets leech it's like mildly annoyed but it cheated out enough shit usually from lockdra that it doesn't super care i do Um, want yeah that's the thing when you can still drop your magneto or scar and it's like all right well i'm just dropping this big boy instead of blob which was the infinite but well and and you're throwing some stones into the freaking lockdra and then you get cards that do have text back Okay, so it's actually really high. Leech is also as like always, a can be a mirror breaker too, right? Like that's yeah. a, you have a so, blob but, yeah, so, and a leech, you can beat you know your opponent's turn six blob. So leech goes in the two best decks, right? Like it's yeah. in the Thanos deck, which is like the like th- this Thanos deck is the best best deck since original Loki. Which is yeah. like since core like in comparison to the rest of the meta, this is the best deck since like like week one Loki. Week well, I mean, one was. Do you put week one Loki over OG Zabu? It is almost exactly tied. Okay, um, but like sorry, I, think, I just love talking like greatest cards all yeah, time kind well, of stuff. But we did um on our podcast. We uh, who the hell did we do? Oh, with Lambie, we did the top yeah. ten decks ever, and we had, I like, did a that blast. one. Yeah. So it, yeah, you did. Um, mm-hmm. that one was really fun. But uh, we ended up with um. Loki slightly ahead of Zabu because in the mirror Loki would beat the crap out of Zabu. I, d- I do want to say in regards to Leech though. Okay. Yes, that okay. win rate is high. But I'm going to tell you right now that win rate is bullshit and heavily inflated for the one simple thing that players retreat against Leech too much. So many times I have beaten through a leech because I'm able to play raw power, and that's yeah. enough because the 5-3 was enough of a drawback for them. I get Blob. I get it. I get that can win a lane. Still got to win two yeah. lanes. Um, so, okay. Go ahead. Um, like, you're not supposed to actually play leech in the Thanos Blob deck. Like, Leech is never supposed to be your turn 5 player, almost never supposed to be your turn 5 play, unless they're clearly a Darkhawk deck, unless it's the Mirror, and you've already locked up a lane. Otherwise, Leech is, like, almost always the wrong play. Right. In the mirror, you don't don't need it against Bounce. But I'm I'm not speaking of just from the Thanos perspective. Just any, like, for example, Hyevo runs Leech, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Any deck that runs Leech, this number will always be inflated. This number will always be 
not an accurate representation. Also, first off, I mean, this is literally less than a percentage of the actual full player base as far as what yeah, we yeah, see yeah. as but data goes. We deal, deal with but, the best data we have. Don't like, right. I hate that argument. Like, we have certain information. Yes, there is more, but we don't have access to it. No one no, no, has no, access I, to I it. Agree. Deal with what we got. But uh, this number will always be inflated because yes. players vehemently hate Leech, especially casual <laughs> players, because it's a natural aspect of card games. It's the yeah. reason Thoughtseize in Magic is hated when it comes to that game. Because looking at my hand and taking one of my cards out of my hand makes me feel sad because I wanted to play that card. That's why Counterspells in Magic make people sad. Anything that stops what you're doing and just kind of rips apart your game plan in a way makes you sad. So people will retreat That's not most of the time when Leech happens, even though they might be in a position because their board state, like they could be up... Eight power in uh, at the minimum in each lane after a leech is played and still retreat. I've had yeah, games like that so many times. Sure, but that's like an abstract argument, not for this meta, right? Like, cause that's not what's happening in this meta. What's happening in this meta? Leech's win rate right now is literally just Thanos's win rate. Like, it's the it's in the two highest win rate decks, and they're not the highest win rate decks because of leech. They're the highest win rate decks because they're extremely powerful, and leech enables their game plans. They're like, running him as tech for mirrors, kind of thing. Yeah, they're running him as tech for mirrors. Like he goes on the Evo decks because he goes on the Evo decks, right? Like yeah, yeah. The Evo decks have to protect uh, Limbo if they're yeah, yeah they, they're going they to protect, protect Limbo. Limbo. So. And then the Thanos decks run him because it's like a mirror breaker. And if it pops out a lockjaw, you're just like cool freebie, right? Like you're not actually playing it. Like it's so that was that's just the win rate in deck, not the win rate when played, right? Like it's win rate when played. I don't actually know how to check from there. I know Snap Fan has it. I can pull it up. Yeah. But my, my only reason of bringing that up is because Leech is all. I, I'm typing Snap. Uh, Leech is always looked at as a card um, and a, a card that people complain about pretty much every time anything happens uh, where he's being played more. And I want to. And like, yes, it's a combination of both. But I still stand by even when Leech is not being played a lot, you're going to have a higher win rate just because of the nature of the card. It's always been in There's the high fifties, no at least. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> so you're saying deck. that people should play him? Oh, like if I was, uh, if I was, yeah. uh, oh, yes, no, absolutely, because people just retreat when they're in a winning position because you gotcha. leached. Uh, win played fifty-eight percent. Yeah. Um, so like, it's not drawn, that he's being played super hard. It's just yeah. He's barely improving the decks he's in. He just happens to currently be in the best deck, right? Like the best I don't tilting think card. It, I don't think Leech is the issue, and I hate Leech. Like I, I think Leech is lazy design, which is my main problem with it. I think a card that says like in a fixed turn game, your entire hand does nothing. You get one card that does something. The rest of That's... this game is lazy design. I I've actually I... never thought about this, but if you go through and look at like what's the card with the biggest difference between. Winning when in deck and winning when played. Oh, it's like I'd be Hella. curious what it's card like that ne- is. It's like uh, Hella negative. I've done this. Yeah, before. I guess so. It's it's the cards that like. Yeah, they're the linchpin. The, yeah, yeah. Like Phoenix Force always is really high up there for that, that too. Like there's a whole bunch of those. It's yeah. Um, I'm almost more curious the reverse, which I was never able to actually figure out. The ones with the lower when played, well, it's Gladiator, and it's like high evolutionary, and it's... Yeah, well, evolutionary doesn't count, right? It was like old it's... Gladiator. Old Gladiator yeah. was so bad. Now I... Gladiator's in a better spot, but... I don't uh, think Gladiator's yeah. as good as everyone wants him to be right now. Ooh. I like Gladiator you... a lot. Hot take, hot take. I, so, I would like Gladiator a lot, except that, like, the best deck thanks you. 
It's a weird sure. meta to play him in, but I don't know. Lambie somehow is still running it. I mean, I mean because sure. in, in most matchups, um, I, I've, I think percentage-wise and odds of you pulling smaller card versus bigger card, the odds are always in your favor for pretty much every single deck, even Thanos. Um, yeah. So right, but like Thanos doesn't care when you pull a smaller card and kill it, like at all. You've done them a favor because their smaller cards, like either draw a card or they just want it out of the way right like you killed my yeah. power stone you killed my soul stone eh, okay because they used to run killmonger yeah. themselves <laughs> exactly oh and like oh no look you broke my um you broke my mind stone still got my two draw thanks thanks and i don't have to deal with playing that for a turn you just sped me up like there's nothing but downside to thanos and sorry there's i guess there's one upside to gladiator you could hit kyara but like kyara, or lockjaw mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's a couple i guess they're rare, right? Most yeah. of, like, there's 18 cards in that deck, and maybe three of them are good hits for Gladiator, and the rest, you're just, the opponent thanks you. There's I, also, like, the nuance of if you pull a big card, but then are able to deal with it, they lost the power on Blob. I don't know. Yes, but, like, that's, they also still got the power, right? Yeah, like, I've definitely, I've definitely been rocked occasionally by this, like, Ronin Thanos hybrid yeah. that's like, oh, I drew my whole deck. My blob is actually nothing. So I've got to try and make power other ways, which I mm -hmm. I can still play, but it's just it's a weird sensation to look at my deck. I'm like, ah, I only have a 10 power blob. Hmm? <laughs> Get milled. Get milled. I, I think Gladiator also got worse as Miss Marvel decks got worse because a lot of those yes. Miss Marvel decks were low to the ground, like default power wise. And you could snipe Miss Marvel, you could snipe like a powerful enabler like um, Ravona, things like that. And now as those cards have gotten worse, I think you're closer to where Glazer is. Um, I think Gladiator also fixing powerful cards, like if you pull your opponent's blob, for example, like you, it, it's fixed in that lane, right? Can create sort of counterplay. So I definitely see why yeah. a strong player like Lambie can be drawn to Gladiator, but I think overall oh. in the meta... Um, Gladiator has gotten worse um, as we've moved to sort of this mono blob, as there's only now like sort of one planet rather than two planets that the meta is orbiting around. And yeah. so, and I think that that's kind of like, to me, this month feels much less healthy than last month, mm -hmm. which is kind of a weird thing to say, but because I think yeah. that like over the well, abstract power level of the meta hasn't changed, but I think yeah. like where the power is placed has concentrated into one place and that makes it feel a lot less healthy to me could be also because i'm tired so Kyer well, no, is a rough card i've had a rough season it's been my worst season yeah. ever so the meta is like rank the meta is healthier when there's four broken decks instead of one and yeah. right now there's only one broken deck right like four broken decks sort of keep each other in check as a general even if one is better there's only one broken deck and like when there's only one broken deck anything else you're doing feels wrong Oh, it makes me so happy that I'm a snap player where even in like infinite oh, yeah. mirror matches, you still get location variety. Because <laughs> well, if it was yeah. anything else, but there was no location variety, it would be like the most stale thing ever. I'd be playing something else. I actually would. I so do my wonder. Working assumption. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please. Uh, I, I, I made a incorrect assumption uh, about a month ago when Kyra was data mined, and I said I'd be a little shocked um if she releases as a global effect because i think that yeah. i knew she was going to right you I were think... watching all the two costs get changed 
That was yeah. a lie. They were lying. I like, why do you? Why are you uh, holding on to that lie? I think that this. I think Kyra is a little unhealthy. Um, I think she should be for Elaine and not uh, global. I understand that the argument is like, well, now she's just a worse armor. I disagree because armor is symmetrical. This makes yeah. an asymmetrical armor that's only for you. You can Shang Chi your opponent's stuff in that lane. They can't Shang Chi you. What I is still it? Think that's what very is good. symmetrical? What do you mean? Shang Chi gets turned off for both players, and Killmonger gets turned yeah. off for both players. Yeah, I mean that destroys the destroy deck. Like destroy yeah. is no longer an armor right. that exists. In any way that's that's insane. That seems bad. Okay, I like that destroy exists. I do too. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but it's just interesting of like, it means that you would just, it's a point race as soon as Kyra hits the board. So, so the fact that she also we don't, has we don't base want, powers. We don't want a two ships passing one another in the night type of right. uh, meta. meta. That's never right. good in any card game. Yeah. Wait, so hang on. I need to say this on this podcast too, because I need to say this everywhere. <laughs> the Elsa and Luke Cage changes, they said that they didn't want twos to have global power. What Their reasoning was a lie. They knew Blob and Kyra were coming. Yeah. They knew what that was going to do to Thanos, and you cannot have old Elsa or old Luke Cage with Blob and Kyra coming. You cannot. So they could yeah, not that say nice. that because no those, powers reduced yeah. and no destroys. What are you yeah. going to do? And, and all my stones are suddenly these like extra two power things in every lane. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 over, right? Like and yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's too much. They said we don't want our twos to have a global effect because they couldn't say, hey, we're releasing some shit in a couple months and it broke the meta. So we're going to pre nerf that. I, I, can, can I just say something? One thing here, because my, my reading comprehension is really poor. My brain's been rotting recently. But Kara is not a two cost card, right? She's a three cost no. card. Okay, I, I just want to be clear. So it's not a lie to say that you don't no, want no, two no. cost cards. That's not what I'm it's saying. It's a three cost I'm card. saying that's not what I'm saying. I'm not even ar- making so. an argument about Kara. I'm making an argument entirely about Elsa and Luke. Because when they changed Elsa and Luke, the reason they gave us for the Elsa and Luke change was we don't want two cost cards to have a global effect anymore. And I'm telling you, based on everything that I've seen of them, every like little bit of paying attention to what every move they make, right? They are full of shit. They are amazingly full of shit. They didn't want those two... Like, it, you can't release Kyra and Blob, and this would have been when they were playtesting Kyra, right? You can't re- release Kyra if Luke Cage has a global effect. Because then nothing affects these cards. And you can't bust Thanos to the point where, like, again, 14 of the top 16 decks or something stupid like that are Thanos decks with Elsa... As like Elsa's, oh my god, still great in Thanos. The only it's, home she had left was Thanos. Both things can be it, true, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's both. Okay. I, but I'm just, I, I, it's surprising to me yeah. that... I'm just making it clear. Both things can I be true. I would bet almost anything yeah. that both things are not true. Someone should take him on that bet, because he will, almost certainly that guarantees he will lose. He'll become homeless. You have a bunch of content will <laughs> stop at that point. So... No, no, no. no. We like we like the takes. We like the takes. But is, yeah, the... Zabu not a semi-global effect, right? It affects every. Mm. It doesn't affect the board, but it affects all the fours. It does only affect your hand. It doesn't affect the board. We're going to take that one on a technicality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think cost reduction doesn't really count as cost a global reduction effect. In one lane. It's only less if you play in the Zabu lane. That would actually be really. In- I don't know how they could implement it, but it would be interesting. That'd Ooh. be the worst thing I've ever heard <laughs> of in my entire thing. life. <laughs> I'd be so upset. <laughs> Oh, man. What are they doing? I think the, the other like I love? most interesting shakeup from the patch was it was going to be Kingpin, 
who didn't really pan out. What do you guys think of Kingpin? It, what what does the deck need? Because it's not there right now, clearly. Does it just need Thanos losing a step to come in, or is it does it need like something new? It needs a real meta. Like that's all it needs. Like a real meta where mid range stuff is good. There's no mid range deck in Snap right now, right? No, not right like, now. Like and, and losing two power only matters to mid range decks. If the I've closest got 40 thing power is this going to Black Knight deck. That's yeah. the closest but thing like, to a mid range. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah. the Black Knight deck is dropping twenty power things, right? Right. It's yep. only mid range like, deck. Yep. There's Blob. Yeah. Right. Like comparatively, yes. Right. So like, what is? There's nothing in the meta right now that for Shadow King to affect. If Silky Smooth was the best deck, or even if like the Darkhawk um, stuff from previous metas were the best decks, then Shadow King's a really good card. That's a basically a two seven most games you'd play that. It's yeah. just it doesn't matter right now. Yeah. That Black Knight deck that I'm looking at right now would probably just be better if it dropped Kyera and ran Blob as well. It's just like just mm -hmm. run Blob. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that makes me sad. It, it is what it is. But I What's guess your favorite deck right now, Brad? My favorite deck right now. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, I've been playing a decent amount of. Um, I mean, I, I've been playing a lot of Black Knight just because that's what I use for Day okay. Infinite. Uh, but I've just kind of been messing around with a lot of stuff. Uh, I've tried different Kingpin stuff. I've tried the Hercules yep. move stuff. Yeah. Um. I don't think I have a favorite deck at the moment just because it does feel like the meta is a little boring at the moment. And normally I love Darkhawk decks and being yeah. forced to play Leech in my Darkhawk deck feels yeah. unfortunate and yeah. uh, not the greatest thing in the world. Otherwise it'd be Ronin. I would say that's probably the one I have. I enjoy the most on average as, as a Ronin deck. Okay. Nice. I am all about the Buddy Loki deck. It's not as good as the um, Nate Biz Loki deck. The Nate Biz Loki deck is the um, Revis Sarah deck, except it takes three cards out and then it adds Quinjet, Loki, and Coulson. And mm. it says, if I don't get Zabu and Sarah, then I'm just going to Loki and play your cards. Yeah. That wins a lot, a lot, a lot of games. That's probably, like, in my opinion, the second or third best deck in the game right now. Um, but my favorite deck is the um buddy deck which is running like discard the discard the helicarrier bullshit yeah. and morph and like that is so fun morph morph is good morph is right now this is the best morph has ever been this is the best ultimate morph, morph has ever been <laughs> oh yeah morph is like the uh the yin to uh, leech's yang mm -hmm. he is he's like yeah if you're just running like the biggest bodies i'll morph it if you're running the biggest abilities i leech it yeah mm -hmm. And you can only play these cards if you're guaranteed that the opponent is doing one or the other. Right. Now the opponents are doing both. I do think the best place to, uh, to kind of start closing things out would be we do have an OTA upcoming this Thursday. Yep. So I guess we should finish out by going around the room and seeing if you have any predictions. Besides Blob, you can throw in whatever Blob prediction you have because they're probably going to change Blob to some yes. extent. But do you have anything else in addition to that that you think uh, is going to happen on the OTA? Glazer? I honestly think they're going to do the Valk 4-4. The more I think about it, the more it's like exactly the right time for it. You said Valk 4-4? Sorry, 4-3. doesn't matter. She's okay. a 4-3. Uh, Valk 4-3. Right. Yeah, make yeah. her a 4-4 and then she just resets herself <laughs> she to 4-3. herself back down. <laughs> this way, if you accidentally throw her on a Cosmo, you're still Ooh, you get the extra power. 
but then Cerebro Valve, 3 is very upset. Make Valve like a 515? <laughs> I don't know. Like you can either use it for the ability or the stats. Yeah. Who All knows? Against it. Yeah, but that I would think... be a cool card design. Like something that would like have a crazy stat line, but then its ability resets itself. I don't know. They've been playing around with a lot mm-hmm. of negative abilities. That's so like zero yet. Cosmo. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I also it, wouldn't be shocked if they don't hit Blob if they give like Infinite right. or something five extra power. Dude, uh, no, okay, don't, don't, don't. I kind of like that though. <laughs> and just no. put Hulk back while we're at it. No, because these are all cards that will make Blob like even if Blob gets nerfed, having these cards in the deck just makes it back better. So it's Not, like, no, no, Blob's gonna high get nerfed. Tide and all ships, baby. It's just yeah. like it's just gonna make Black Knight more obnoxious. Like that's they, the other thing. I actually it, would like to see Black Knight. I don't hit. think Black Knight's obnoxious. Black Knight doesn't bother yes. me. when he was winning a lot. He's it's finicky. Disgusting. He loses a lot of games just to himself. It does. I don't, it's, like, it's, it's the same reason I don't care about Hella. I don't care about Black Knight. Um, I think Blob goes to six zero. By the way, that's what I think. Can't, can't, yeah. cannot, cannot. Why not? Ravona Renslayer is a card in Marcus. Okay, so how about six two? Yeah, it has to be six two. Okay, six two. There you go. That's my working. I, I would what actually if, like. If you just blo- it would be a text? rework, right? It would not be. It would not be the OTA, but a blob edition can of cannot have his cost reduced. Yeah, because he can't be moved be and stuff like that. Like, let's, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Also, can't wave him. Right. It would mean that you that couldn't point. wave him. It was the main thing. He could still cheat out with Lockjaw. If you could have Electro. a prevention from him getting cheated out in like any way, had to be played only on turn six. Yeah, I still don't like it. Yeah. In terms of cards that get changed otherwise, I mean, I'm actually on the train of like, if blob... Thanos is just a normal deck, then I think Black Knight is the de facto heir to the crown, and I would like to see a change there. I don't know. I think he got overbuffed on the blade, but uh, I'm still waiting to see. Like, he was really relying on the Miss Marvel in his most obnoxious state, and because that got changed, we haven't gotten to see how the dust settles there really yet. Um, so I'm okay with a pretty small OTA that just tries to bring Thanos down a little bit and let give other decks a breathing space. I have a hot take. I want Kyra to remove the six drop. Only one drops are indestructible. Make her kill monger tech, and that's it. I'd Don't give her the that. six drop thing. I think that's yeah. too much. That's always what she should have been. like. Just a zoo time, card. Every time they release a card with two stupid effects, it breaks something. Yeah. Like, if the, both effects are positive, something breaks. She can like still be really time. good in High Evo, because she protects your three best one drops mm-hmm. in the game uh, in the same deck. So... <gasps> I think she's still fine there. I guess you could say armor's better, but then you have to stack all of them on the same lane, and you don't really often want to do that. This gives you flexibility to kind of disperse your power a little bit. Um, what, what could an OTA do for the Ronin deck? Because Ronin is, like, supposed to be a counter to Blob and Thanos, right? High hand size and low deck mm-hmm. size. What would it be missing that would, like, make it actually a counter Thanos deck? Uh, you make well. So the problem is largely that the second card that supports Ronin is ter- is terrible. Uh, Master Mold is a bad card. Oh, yeah. I'll die on that hill. Master Mold is a bad card. Maximus is great, right? But like you're Maximus running into hand size issues very quickly against Thanos, yeah. which is like another problem. You can't like fill their hand because their hand is already full. So that's like, you the get thing. That is like yeah, Ronin, right. But when when Thanos hits max hand size, they're like, I don't care. Yeah, I actually don't because then I'm not drawing stuff and I'll hit my blob for more, mm-hmm. and it's like they're hitting overdraw limits anyway. Right. Yeah, so I think Thanos is the problem. Like, I don't like blob, general blob bullshit, 
but I'm much less against it than Thanos. Thanos is where it's like hard to deal with. Against yeah. other decks, there's answers. And against Thanos, you're just like, well, shit. You're saying how Blob interacts in like the uh, Tribunal or like a Lockjaw, just a, a Thor Lockjaw deck you're pretty happy with? I'm not happy with it. I don't like it. I'd wish Blob was reined in, but I don't like it. I don't think it's the best deck in the game. And I don't think okay. even yeah, yeah. if the Thanos interaction didn't exist, I think it's just a very, very good deck that has a really annoying high roll. Like, yeah. I'm much less annoyed than that. Thanos, every game, Blob is a high roll, which is like really the fundamental problem. Right. Is this the OTA that they can start changing card text? Yep. I think they're going to. Oh. So. Glenn yeah, they, earlier they said today they want to was, sparingly use that. But they yeah, but Glenn shouldn't. earlier today was asked specifically about Blob and if the meta was going to be shaken up, and his answer was there's an OTA on 118. That, and like, so, I, yes. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into that. I think Blob will get changed. But that's a Glenn answer for any question regarding a balance change. Every time. He will always answer yeah, yeah. that. I mean, yeah. we've seen what they did to Loki, right? They didn't mm -hmm. kill him. They, they reined him in. So I don't. for anyone who wants like a full palette cleanser on Blob, like disappearing, I don't think it's going to happen. But, I mean, but they killed oh. Werewolf the first time they touched him. Uh, yeah. I, I, lit that werewolf on I, I fire. think Werewolf is better than people give credit for. I think, I think the community is way too much of a tendency of dropping cards no. entirely when they're changed I, in any minute way. No, I love Werewolf. I tested the fuck out of Werewolf. Your problem with Werewolf isn't, um, is that you only have one real turn to play him. He's still right? very like, good on a, Yeah, if Loki. you get him on four, he's great. But like playing him on turn five, now you don't have the energy to really do enough other sure. shit with him. That, and like, but that's that, fine. So like, he, no, it's not. It, it like literally wrecks the face off the card. I played so much like bounce is my favorite thing in the game mm -hmm. i play a lot of bounce and a lot of werewolf like in every shell i still have move werewolf decks built um it's like four cost i mean if he was like a six so like he was like... waking up for a couple moves we could talk but as a four four and and look um both what's her name both hope and black swan are coming and they will make werewolf better too that's but, what i was yeah, gonna say but 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 you need Werewolf on exactly four, unless you get lucky with Zabu, for that to do anything, because you can't Black Swan on five. Right? You can't Werewolf and Black Swan on five. And that's the real penalty. It's a six-turn game, and you just don't have time to Werewolf properly. I've liked Werewolf and Loki from what I've been playing it with Zabu. It's because you can now... And I also <laughs> was playing Hercules in that as well, um, which was really funny. And it ended up doing really well. I went like uh, like fifteen three in the games I was nice. playing with it, and I was like, "This Loki's good." <laughs> that would be really interesting if they edited Werewolf to his stat gain being on the move, not mm -hmm. on like tied to jumping to on reveals. So if you just had another effect that moved him, he would still buff off of that. That would be fascinating to me. I mean, just make him a four six. I think he's really good as a four six. Raw uh, stats. I think they will never make Loki not a permanent part of the meta because I think Loki hits the single greatest sweet spot possible, which is he's a powerful effect and a card that people want to own because the character is so beloved. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. He could have been a big bad. Yeah, much more willing. I mean, I to, think he might be. I mean, he might be. Yeah, With the way they're doing series now. Yeah, I think they're more willing to. New they should just announce it. Blob from orbit. If they really, really have yeah. to, um, yeah, but it might take them a little while to work it up. But so I think they're going to hit Blob and power up some other stuff this time, and we'll see in the February patch if they just decide to like light Blob on fire. Like if Blob is still a problem, 
after their first touch, I think they're just going to light the card on fire next time. And like good. Yeah, they seem to do a two-step process, mm-hmm. right? Because they had the a life. The Loki kind of got the warning with the increase to four, and then they're like, okay, that didn't actually hurt him. So now it's like, all right, no more collector for you. And so yeah, they do that. If they see it still outperforming after a little nudge, they're like, all right, hit it way really hard. Mm-hmm. Break in case of emergency. Same well, thing for life, right? Yeah. yeah. Same thing for Shuri. It took uh, them a while to get to the like, Shuri that works. What was the two-step, though? What was the middle? Uh, that They just hit like every card that goes in Shuri. Oh, yeah. They nerfed Red Skull. They, nerfed, they nerfed Red Skull. They nerfed the yeah. Taskmaster interaction. Yeah. And then and they nerfed um what's her name she-hulk yeah oh yeah i remember now they hit all the other people and then they're like okay shuri is the problem also things that feel bad i've done shuri red skull in a lane and had them drop a blob there and just been sad (laughs) yeah when the shuri deck is not the tallest thing yeah that's that's a little weird i will admit right well i had to do work for my shuri red skull right all they had to do was play a card right yeah, uh, then, like, there is the conversation of, like, you know, there are some other cards that could be underplayed. Something oh. like Goose, hey, well, something like Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little... I, I I can see why Cosmo loses a bit of steam because of uh, being a three-cost against Thanos. They can get stones down mm-hmm. effectively enough, so it's hard to kind of, like, snipe them. But at least for setting up against Blob, like a turn two Goose, turn three Cosmo, say you have to play Blob in that lane over there, and then you focus on the other two lanes to win those, that is something Hey, they're there. How about Blob can only be played in the lane alone? The counterpart yeah. to Galactus. And, right? Yeah. Like, well, he's Blob, right? Like the idea is yeah. he's Blob, he's so big and like he eats he so takes much. Up- he, he takes up multiple board spaces. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. He's you can only play blob alone into a lane. There, call he it a has day. to have that, that would do four it. open board spaces. So mm-hmm. that way, like, yeah, if he's well, that'd be the the counterpart is like if he it'd be cool for them to play around with card size as well. Like, I would, yeah. I would die yeah. for this. But that means like if you waved it early, you couldn't follow up with a Cosmo or an armor. Mm-hmm. He's just there, and he could be destroyed. Yep. Right? Yep, yep. Shadow King is now like really good there because he's just going to be... sit there looking funny. It would be like fascinating if, bio, if they did something like that. Yeah. yeah. That would be very cool. I really be easier like to answer. telegraph where the blob's going to go. So yeah. when you throw yeah. priority, Eliab. it's Eliab. a lot easier. That too. Both for throwing priority and gaining priority against blob is now significantly more effective. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. I'm, I'm going to move that to my favorite change. There we go. Second dinner. Ah, you can <laughs> hire me on the spot. <laughs> if they're going to buff something... Probably my favorite deck to see rise up would be like either Silky Move or that Kingpin deck, frankly. If they could give those kind of move decks just a little more juice, I don't know bounce. where I would really like to see it, but oh, Bounce would be sweet. Bounce is I don't know what Bounce is missing, future. though. Just, just, Do you want to see... Just wait. Fix, fix freaking Angela and make Kitty a 1-2. Yeah, they get got, Angela... They got nerfed because of Elsa. Elsa doesn't exist. Put them back. What if it was like, I don't know, a bishop though? Maybe bishop gets a little back and then make beast cheaper again? Something. I can live with that too. Yeah. And look, if beast, my single biggest like want in the whole game that'll never happen is beast to go to a 2 2 again. Yes. That there's zero chance. Okay, what would you rather have? Beast as a 2 2 or hit monkey as a 2 0 again? Beast. No doubt. Yeah, beast. Beast yeah. enables 50 different decks, hit monkey enables 2. 
Hitmonkey was kind of gross when he was well, I, up. I hit infinite with bounce last this season some season yeah. a season no i don't know what i had infinite nope. with when but yeah Climbing, i had infinite with it at some point and I, it was very i easy. had a a scar bounce move deck that i was climbing with day one of the yes. the this season it didn't last long but when i was in like the pre-infinite days that was that was nice why is there no sandman blob deck i feel like there should be a sandman blob deck right I don't know, the Thanos just generates more and like the restriction yeah. of like you going low tempo on Sandman, the opponent is likely just going to be able to match you mm. if it's high Evo or Thanos themselves. And priority so is a way bigger deal because Sandman, right. like Sandman stopping them for one card is one thing, sure. Um, but it's I think it's a way easier in that type of deck to throw your own priority and then effectively just say I lose even though so- I play Blob. So if no Thanos, Electro, Sandman, Ronin, Blob is going to be a hell of a thing. Dude, that's... Yeah. Okay, if there's a card I wish could be a four cost again, it's Sandman. I know yeah. Zabu. Just make it so he can't be have his cost reduced. Like, just Ooh. something like that. Just do, give me... Just be... Do more of that kind of stuff. Because Ronin playing Sandman was my favorite thing in the world. Sandman on four, Ronin on five, and then you just go, like, Mystique... On six, you're or locked like in here with me, right? So, give me that. That was the best. But then that's a it's a it's another unfun card that people don't like. They don't want to encourage people playing it. And you know what? I, okay, a lot of these stupid balances would be solved if we had a game mode with sideboards. Genuinely. Not, because no, it ultimately changes sideboards every time we talk every Brad. time sideboards 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 yep. because if you had sideboards you could actually tech against cards and that will naturally bring down their win rate in best of three environments and then that makes balancing changed entirely in that regard or at least yep. a little less heavy-handed but it's a ladder the singleton game. aspect the singleton aspect of the game in combination with it being a ladder game like you said is one of the biggest issues with the balance it will always be that issue that makes me sad give me give me more tools not less but all right we're at an hour and a half (laughs) we don't want to keep everyone around too long so with that first off glazer roy i want to thank both of you for joining us today or tonight or this evening it's been wonderful and of course, where can the people find you? Plug yourself. Right. We know we know there's the snap judgments. <laughs> right, yeah. this is your thing to do. My thing to do? Well, I have a script in front of me because I don't remember any of those things off of my head. But oh, you want me to do it? I'll do it then. It's yeah, right. you know it all off the top of your head because you do all it right. every day. So, so. Snap, snap Judgecast on Twitter. Um, we're on the Marvel Snap Zone YouTube and every podcatcher as Snap Judgments. We have a podcast. We have a bunch of guests on. Both Brad and Teddy have been on. Um, yep. They will be back, hopefully, whenever the hell they want, basically. Um, and I release a video every... I mean, look, at this point, it's every day. I do six to seven a week of Snap Judgments videos. It's Snap Judgments Pod on YouTube. It's a daily video where I go over three new decks a day, um, bundle guides, tips from the best players in the game, just like a thousand things, everything you could possibly want. So check it out. I think you'll like it. 
Glazer did leave off the Patreon, which if oh, you... Oh, I always leave off the Patreon. I know. Good. If you uh, want to support Aaron and his daily output of Marvel Snap, make it easier and uh, for him to do and better for his family, that he's helping support them, and to let the uh, technical side of things for the podcast and for the videos grow, the best way to do that is the Patreon, which what is the Patreon, Glazer? patreon.com slash snap judgments there we go beautiful well again thank you guys for joining us it's been a lot of fun hopefully when we talk next it'll be under uh a better meta uh more enjoyable (laughs) meta for everyone uh less blob stuff and of course teddy you can take us out of it all right thank you guys all for watching and tuning in we're gonna have new episodes coming out we're gonna be testing out meek shortly so if you're interested in what this new discard is gonna look like before we get all the support that's coming down the pipeline you can tune in on my stream and then hang out and uh follow up on our thoughts on the next week's cast so So, next time i miss you i miss your youtube videos a lot i actually went Uh, to look for you last week and i was like where the hell like you and TLSG, man, I miss these. Yep. I miss them a lot. New Year's New Year's resolution is the chan- the channel comes back alive for me. I've been adjusting to a new day job, and nice. so uh, following the rhythms there. But now I think we got it under control. Awesome! Congrats. Awesome! Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Till next time. Thank you guys for watching. Keep on snapping. Bye. Can't stop snapping is a podcast hosted and produced by Brad Sefer and Teddy Ninja, originally created by Michael Thurman.